I'm sure my new dress will make the boys' eyes pop. I'm Carly, 16 years old, a genuine bookworm with a great academic record. But I was too bored with my lackluster life. No matter how much I tried to stand out, I still had no friends and no one noticed me. And then when I decided to do that crazy thing, I became bloody famous. But it's also something I regret for the rest of my life. Before listening to my story, please <laughs> click the subscribe button. Call on all of your close friends and brothers and sisters to support us too. That day, I wore a colorful dress, walking with my head up and my chest out in the hallway, pushing through the crowded students, thinking in my mind, come on, look at me, look at this dress. But no, nobody bothered to take a glance at me. Suddenly, a male student ran straight towards me. Right, you're finding me too irresistible, aren't you? Oh, sorry, I didn't see you. Didn't see me? Are you blind? It turned out that he was busy watching Harley as she walked by. She was wearing a low-cut top showing her huge cleavage. She always made the crowd go crazy every time she appeared. I'm, well, maybe I haven't hit puberty yet. Jeez. Suddenly, I heard the gossip of the girls behind me. She became famous just because she used to be Puck's girlfriend. A girl glanced at the direction of Harley and said with envy, Puck? The school delinquent? So that's why Harley became popular at school. I'm such a dummy. Puck is a famous delinquent who repeated two years in high school. He's always a hot topic of discussion among the students. And of course, his girlfriends would also become the topic of everyone. To be honest, that's all it's going to take? Awesome! I'll definitely be his girlfriend. It's a bit embarrassing to say, but I never had a boyfriend before, and I didn't know how to confess. So the fastest way was to frankly ask Puck. He was smoking with his gang in the corner of the hallway. I took a deep breath, approached him, and said loudly, Hi, Puck. I want to be your girlfriend. I guess he was also shocked when he saw a girl boldly confessing like that, so he froze for a few seconds. <laughs> what? Are you crazy? Do you have what it takes to be my girlfriend? Do you have big boobs like Harley? Or a hot body like Lena? Um, I don't have any of that. But I'll prove to you why you should choose me as your girlfriend. I gritted my teeth and told Puck, but he just shrugged indifferently. Yeah, right. We'll see. Then he turned back to his friends and laughed scornfully. Since that day, I've been tracking Puck to investigate him and form my plan. Then I came across a secret. He often smuggled illegal drugs and sold them to the boys at school. No one dared report that to the teachers because they were afraid Puck would take revenge on them. My time has come. I secretly took pictures of him exchanging drugs on the school grounds. Then I set up an anonymous email to send the evidence to the principal. Yes! As expected, the very next day, I saw Puck and his minions walking behind the principal into his room. They were summoned. The principal is a person who values the reputation of the school very seriously. It would be huge trouble if what Puck and his gang did were made public, so Puck's group was called into his room to talk privately. I went to knock on his door. Sir, I have something to say about Puck's case. Do you still remember me? The principal was slightly surprised when he saw me. Carly? How can I forget you when I brought us two statewide science awards? Come on in. With overwhelming confidence, I proudly sat down in front of them and said, Sir, I'm sure all those pictures are just sent by the misunderstandings of someone. Puck is working with me on a botanical research project on toxins and some plants. 
These are our research papers, you can check them out. Having said that, I have put on his desk a set of research papers on plants that I had brought with me. Wow, not bad at all, Carly. I completely believe you. Maybe it's a misunderstanding after all. You guys can go now. Everything went according to plan. With outstanding academic achievement, I am always easily <laughs> trusted by my teachers. As I walked out of the room, Puck and his friends looked at me in awe. They clung to me and kept asking questions. How did you make the principal believe that? I said triumphantly. If you let me be your girlfriend, I promise to cover for all the things you do in school. You won't even have to be sneaky anymore. <laughs> Puck's eyes suddenly lit up. He stopped walking and held out his hand in front of me. If you can guarantee that, then fine. We have a deal. From now on, you'll be my girlfriend. Just keep your promise. We shook okay. hands and an invisible agreement was formed and signed by two parties. Just between you and me. Actually, those papers were my research on plants a year ago, but I had never published them. The principal was rather easy to deceive. To prove myself worthy of the title of a delinquent girlfriend, I started smoking, dressed like a gangster, and endured the pain of getting my nose pierced, which I thought was cool at the time. But that didn't matter. What I wanted came true. My becoming Puck's new girlfriend rocked the whole school. That unusualness became a hot topic both online and in real life. At school, they all looked at me with curious eyes. It was the first time in my life that I got that much attention. So cool. My personal page had a sudden increase in followers. They all admired my change. Of course, I also often walked with Puck's group of friends as a shield for his group to avoid the attention of the teachers. Truth be told, I didn't really care much about Puck, and he probably didn't care about me either. But our strange relationship was maintained on a mutually beneficial arrangement. With my protection, Puck's actions became more and more blatant. He smuggled a large amount of drugs to the school's students. Up to 70% of boys in our school had done illegal trading with Puck. But you know, bad things can never be hidden forever. One day, when I was standing in an empty lot behind the school waiting for Puck, he came over with a bag and said, Hey Carly, I have urgent business. Hold this for me for a moment. I'll be right back. Hmm, what was that? I was curious, so I opened it and was horrified to find... Marijuana? What should I do now? As I was panicking and fumbling with the package, in the distance, the sirens of police cars were howling. It was too late. I was caught by the police. Turns out, Puck knew he was being watched, so he gave it to me to blame it on me, then ran away. I was arrested at the station. After my testimony, Puck's whole group were also arrested. Although I proved that I did not directly buy and sell banned items, I was also accused of being an accomplice with Puck's group. We will be summoned to court soon for illegal trade. I'm so, so stupid. Just to be popular in everyone's eyes, I have sacrificed my future. Not to mention, my throat feels so uncomfortable because I've been smoking too much in the last few days. It's probably an expensive lesson that I have to take. I want to tell this story to you, hoping that no one else makes the same mistakes as I did. Seriously, if you make the wrong choice, you might regret it for the rest of your life. I was on a luxury yacht 
cruising on the beautiful island of Maldives, putting on the clothes of the most famous fashion brands in the world, enjoying a luxurious dinner at a restaurant in France, and of course, next to my rich husband. No need to go to college, just get a rich man. My life will be like a queen. I don't think that's a good idea, Amy. Chop chop, let's get to class. Well, that's the woman who stopped my dream of being a billionaire wife in a way that couldn't be more shocking. If you want more of this story, click like, share, and subscribe to the channel. I'm Amy. I'm living with my beautiful single mom. We didn't get along very well because we always argued about an issue. I'll become a photo model and get a rich man. I will not attend college. But you promised that you would study law. I'll provide for you until you finish college. Trust me, honey. The only way to happiness is knowledge and independence. I reluctantly agreed to go to college as promised to her. On the first day of school, I was surprised to see my mom walking on campus. I hastily asked, Oh my gosh, why are you here? Mom just looked at me with a mischievous smile and walked away. Moments later, the professor suddenly walked in with a woman. What? It was my mom. Class, this is Mrs. Tiffany, our new class member. Hi, everyone. Nice to meet you. I'm 40 years old, but rest assured, I am as energetic as a young student. If there's anything cool going on, invite me. My whole class cheered. They clapped their hands and became excited at her introduction. There were many people below discussing why she was still going to college when she was almost 40. Jeez, I can't let anyone know that she's my mother. That night, my mom and I argued again. What are you doing, Mom? I'm going to college, honey. It's not against the law. My business is good now, so I can finally do whatever I want. But that's so embarrassing. What would my friends say if they knew my mom was in the same college as me? I'll pretend not to know you in class, okay? We sealed our deal quickly. Mom studied every subject at school very diligently. Quickly, she became a popular face to all the professors. I almost felt like she was deliberately picking on me. There were many times she almost exposed our relationship. Hey, Amy, you shouldn't eat so much fried food. Eat more vegetables. Hey, Amy, are you late again? I told you many times not to turn off the alarm. Each time, I had to fake a laugh and explain to my friends that maybe she was getting the wrong person. One day, the class president said in front of us, I'm planning to have a pool party at my villa. You guys are all invited. I panicked and looked at my mom. Oh no, she was raising her hand excitedly. Can I join too? The whole class simultaneously cheered loudly. Of course. As for me, I was dead frozen until Lisa, my best friend, nudged me on the shoulder. Are you gonna come? Oh, yeah, of course. That night, the real disaster began. In the bustling crowds at the swimming pool, my mom got in the center, took off her clothes, and threw them behind, revealing her sexy bikini. That made the boys cheer wildly. She stood up at the DJ table, raised a glass of wine, and declared, Raise your glass. Let's go all out tonight. Oh no, my class totally went crazy. They kept cheering for my mom's sexy dance moves. A friend whispered to me, She's awesome. I heard she's a single mom. Should I make a move on her? I furiously shoved him away. Don't even think about that. 
At the end of the party, I found her drunkenly leaning on the shoulder of a hot boy. They excitedly competed to drive my mom home. I coldly pushed them all away. Move! I'll bring her back! The boys began to speak. Don't be a party pooper. Is this your mom or what? I just kept quiet and brought her home. After that, I put on an angry face no matter how much she apologized. My mom has changed so much. She constantly participated in college's extracurricular activities, so she often came home late at night. We didn't have dinner together anymore. She even made friends with a bunch of students, and the boys took turns to pick her up every day. Tensions between us reached a climax when a man suddenly appeared. Michael, a new lecturer. He was in his 40s, very stylish and unmarried. My friend said, See the expensive car Mr. Michael drove to school? He comes from a rich family. It made me very attracted and curious about Mr. Michael. I tried to find many ways to approach him, such as dressing more sexy to go to school, asking about the essay, but all I received was a cold response. The irony was he only paid attention to my mom. She especially enjoyed his subject and was very enthusiastic about giving <laughs> speeches. In particular, she also volunteered to do the research project, The Impact of COVID on the Economic and Political Situation of the U.S. in 2021, a super difficult topic that no one in the class could do. It impressed him, and he constantly kept his eyes on her in class. That annoyed me even more. It was too much when one day I saw my mom get into Mr. Michael's car. The two of them were very friendly and drove away together. Unbelievable. It felt like my mom was going to college to mess around and steal all the great things from me. That night, she and I got into another big argument. You know I like Mr. Michael, but you still seduce him? Amy, what are you talking about? We're just friends. I don't want to hear anything from you anymore. Liar! <laughs> Having said that, I immediately packed my bags and left. I rented a small apartment and paid for all the living expenses myself. One day, when I was hanging out with friends at a club, I saw my mom and Mr. Michael drinking together. She was lying her head on the table. I rushed over to try to wake her up, but she was too drunk. I was extremely disappointed and was about to leave when suddenly Mr. Michael grabbed my arm. Let's bring your mother home. I'll tell you everything. After that, we took my mom to his car to go home. He looked into my eyes with a sad expression. Don't get us wrong. Your mom and I were classmates in high school. We often hang out to reminisce about our old days. Why are you so hostile to her? I don't like her going to college and acting like a teenager. She just made everything awkward. Mr. Michael hmm. sighed again. Your mom was brave when she let go of everything and attended college at this age. She just wanted to fulfill her dream. You should go home. She was very upset when you left. Mom suddenly woke up and burst into tears. She had woken up a while ago. Your grandma is a person who highly values education. I once promised her that I would graduate from college, but then I accidentally got pregnant. I didn't listen to her and ran away with my boyfriend to start a family. But then he abandoned me. I had to put college aside to earn money to support our small family. So why are you going back to college now? I want to fulfill my unfinished promise to her before it's too late. 
and I also want to relive the youth I had missed. I'll only be brave enough to go back to her with a diploma I promised, Amy. When I heard it, I burst into tears. Mom, I'm sorry for hurting you. You've endured too much. In the end, I decided to return home with my mother. I no longer try to hide our relationship at college anymore. On the contrary, I'm even proud to have a wonderful mom like her. We'll have each other's back no matter in college or in life. I look forward to the day when we receive our degree together because at that time, I'll be able to meet my grandma for the first time. The summer when I was six years old, my parents were busy working at the factory. My sister and I were at home with a neighbor when the phone rang. Hi. Hey, Tana. I'm going on a trip to Southern California Beach. You're probably still at home, right? Bye. I'm going now. That's Jet, my close friend in kindergarten. Hearing her bragging about the trip made me cry because I felt so sorry for myself. My sister hugged and comforted me. Shh, Tana, our parents will let us go on a trip when we have enough money. Now, let's travel on TV together. I stopped crying. My sister Joey had always been so gentle and loving to me. That night, Joey told our mom, Mom, can we go on a trip? Tana really wants to go out. Mom sadly replied, I'm sorry, Joey. We're saving money. Joey still begged. Please, Mom, if you let us go, I promise not to ask for pocket money for half a year. After a while, Mom nodded as I jumped in excitement. Our trip took place soon after that. We traveled by car to save money. While passing a town, I saw a very attractive ice cream truck. Mom, I want ice cream. Mom quickly told Dad to stop the car and said, Sit still in the car. I'll get ice cream for you and be right back. Yay! At that time, Joey was still asleep while Dad was reading the newspaper. Taking that opportunity, I sneaked out of the car and dashed across the road to the ice cream truck. Suddenly, a large truck appeared and honked loudly. I was so scared that I stood frozen in the middle of the road. No, Tana! Mom shouted as she quickly rushed over and pushed me away. Then I heard a loud crash. When I got up, my mom was lying in the middle of the road with blood. Dad and Joey came running to us, but it was too late. Mom's wound was so severe that she couldn't survive. We had lost our mom. It was the biggest trauma in my life and in my sister's too. At our mom's funeral, I found Joey crying alone in a corner. I tried to hold back my tears and hugged her. Joey pushed me so hard that I fell to the ground. Leave! It was because of you that mom died. She told you to sit still, but you didn't. I hate you. Since then, Joey has become more gloomy. The distance between us grew so much. One day, dad called us over and said that he would be away from home a lot to work and provide for us. He took my hand and Joey's to put them on top of each other. Joey, you have to be stronger to protect your sister. Tana, listen to Joey and behave. We quickly hugged each other in the cold night. Like that, I grew up under Joey's care, although she was still as cold as ice. One day, my teacher announced that our school would hold a food fair and told us to bake some cakes with our moms and sell them. I shyly raised my hand. But, ma'am, my mom passed away. She immediately consoled me. I'm sorry to hear that, Tana. Maybe you can tell your sister to come along. 
That's not really a good idea. I dread the thought of attending a food fair with my sister. Not knowing what to do, I burst into tears after class. When Joey saw me, she asked, What's up? I quickly wiped my tears and timidly said, I want to attend my school's food fair, but have no one to bake with me and bring the cake here. I will. Joey suddenly said to my surprise. I was genuinely happy. On the day of the fair, Joey showed up as she said. Everyone took turns showing their cakes to participate in the fair's contest. I was anxiously waiting to see Joey's cake and three, two, one, bam! It was a bunch of brown poop-shaped cookies that looked gross. She also decorated some fly patterns that made the cake even more disgusting. The whole class looked at me and laughed, making me extremely embarrassed. And Joey seemed very pleased. From then on, she started pulling pranks on me all the time. After I made some new friends, I told Joey, From now on, you don't need to take me to school anymore. I'll go to school with my friends. They'll be here to pick me up tomorrow. Joey was cold and showed no interest. The next morning, when I walked out the door, I saw my friends hugging their faces and crying loudly. Next to them was Joey. Her sleeve rolled up and her fist was still raised. Before I could understand what was going on, they ran away. Joey remained cold and didn't explain a word. Joey, why did you do that? I hate their guts. Don't hang with them. I cried and said, You're so selfish. I've never had any friends because of you. I hate you. Though Joey was mean to me, I still had a small consolation. I had a secret friend. One day, a handwritten letter with a doodle was suddenly sent to me. Hi, Tana. I'm Teddy. I've been noticing you for a while. You seem cool. Let's be friends. Though we had never met, he was a dear friend who supported me through my childhood years. Whenever something sad happened, I would write to Teddy and always got a prompt response. Every holiday, I got a gift from Teddy. Thanks to him, I always felt comforted and no longer alone. When I was 15, I had my first love with Pan, a 20-year-old guy. On our first date, I spent hours dressing up beautifully to meet him. But 30 minutes, then one hour passed. I still didn't see him anywhere. I started to feel frustrated and was about to leave when I received a phone call from Pan. Are you kidding me? It's been an hour. Why haven't you come yet? I also raised my voice. And I've been waiting for you for eternity at the lake next to the square. The lake? Just now when I called you, your mom picked up and told me you wanted to change our meeting place to the park. It was surely Joey's work again. It's possible that while I was taking a shower, she was answering Pan's call and pulled a prank on us. Urgh, how annoying. My first date was ruined. Joey hugged her stomach and laughed when she saw me at home with a miserable appearance. Ha ha, young love is so stupid. Although I was very angry, I couldn't do anything. One day, Pan asked me to spend the night with him in the suburbs. Joey fiercely opposed to that. Nope. Don't be stupid. He's reckless and unreliable. Pan is my boyfriend, and he's a good guy. You just want to destroy everything good that happens to me. I rushed out of the house and jumped into Pan's car, despite Joey calling my name over and over. But not long after that, we had an accident on the highway because Pan was driving too fast. I lost a lot of blood and passed out. When I woke up in the hospital, I found Joey in the bed next to me. The doctor said... 
You're lucky to have your sister. She got to the hospital and gave you a blood transfusion in time. But we have found she has a tumor. She needs surgery and needs to stay under observation for a while. Also at the hospital, I met my old friend who was once beaten by her. She recalled everything. <laughs> Actually, back then, we were laughing about how you didn't have a mom and had to go with your sister to the food fair. Joey heard it all, so she beat us. It turned out that Joey was secretly protecting me, yet I had always hated and misunderstood her. I sadly wrote a note to Teddy to tell him about it, but it's strange that at that time, even though many days had passed, he still hadn't responded to me. One day, I went to Joey's room to clean up to get it ready before she got out of the hospital. Accidentally in her drawer, I discovered a box containing a lot of letters I once sent to Teddy. I finally realized that Teddy was Joey. The reason Teddy hadn't answered me was because Joey was still in the hospital. When she was released from the hospital, Joey confessed to everything. I felt very guilty after hitting your friends and making you lonely, but I didn't have the courage to apologize. In the end, I pretended to be a friend to talk to you. I'm sorry, Tana. I gradually understood all that Joey did. Since our mom's death, she has always tried so hard to take better care of me. I hugged Joey and said clumsily after so many years, I'm sorry for always misinterpreting and hating you. Let's go back to the way we were when we were kids. That night, we reviewed our childhood memories together and felt so happy. We promised to love and be there for each other forever.